fine. Okay, let's just... Hi everyone, welcome to Processing the Process. I'm Vanessa, how are you? Um, I know I've been a little MIA. I know, you don't have to tell me. Um, So I apologize for that, but you know what? That time I was really just trying to figure out what I'm doing and who I am and just kind of focusing on my mental health. And if that is one thing that I want to talk about and make sure that you and I both know is that we need to prioritize our mental health, right? So I took a little break. And hopefully now we're kind of back into the flow of things, and and I'm really excited for season two. Um, But to kick off our first episode, I am joined by one of my favorite people in the world. Her name is Chantel. She's a speech pathology major. She is just, just, I mean, the lightest human. I don't know how how else to explain it. She's just a wonderful person. And I'm really glad that she was happy enough to join me on today's episode. This will be part one of um, two parts. We had a long conversation, um, so I had to kind of break it up a little bit. But mainly today, we're going to be discussing some mechanisms that we've both adopted into our lives that has significantly helped our mental health in the long run. So without further ado, enjoy, and um, thanks for listening. Hi. I'm so happy you're joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a long time coming. I know. I, I have a really bad habit of just wanting to do something and then kind of planning it out 67% of the way and then just the follow through it 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 just something stops because of whatever I'm wrestling with at that moment or I don't know but um yeah that we are uh what we were mentioning before is I <laughs> I am I made carne asada tacos Delicious. 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 Fifteen out of ten. Thank you. Thank you. I was wasn't sure about the wraps. We usually have like actual tortillas. That would be phenomenal. But like the wraps. I mean, I have the wraps because I got them from Sam's Club. Uh, but they're not like the typical thing that you would really want with your tacos. Well, yeah, but like I still felt like they were like delicious. Like I don't know. Not your typical, like, okay, you go to Walmart. I don't mm-hmm. know what the one brand is, but it's, like, the one brand of flour tortillas, and it's just doesn't taste like the real thing. But, like, I felt like your tortillas were, like, yeah, like, they had, Decent. like, grain and wheat in there. So, yes, it okay. was, like, between that, like, corn tortilla and a flour tortilla, oh. which I'm not a corn tortilla lover. Oh. Yes. Okay, so good. It but worked like, out anyway. Exactly. Perfect medium. Yeah. Perfect. Delicious. Perfect. <laughs> I so my when I first initially I made this not too long ago for John because we just had a little bit leftover like steak and I just want to do something um, with it and and for the hi welcome back by the way um um just a little speed up real quick I am with I am still with John obviously we are still together I so if you're new here that is my boyfriend if you're not new here hey girl. So, <laughs> jumping back into it, um, those tortillas, so when I first started making this, I was like, I want a little bit more fiber, because like, I was having some problems. Um, so, I found these, like, tortillas at Sam's Club that are, like, super high in fiber, but they're, like, really decent. And I, I took a gamble, because everything is bulk there, so uh, when I saw it, and I was like, maybe I'm going to try, I was like, yeah, it might be bulk, but anyway, mm-hmm. it has, like, this doesn't have the whole grain flavor right right yes like it's good for you but yeah. tastes like it shouldn't be good yeah. yeah no that's what i'm saying like i feel cool like the corn tortilla like you have to that has to be your thing it has it literally it, yeah it has to be your thing i is my thing mm-hmm. it's only because 
every time I go to like a restaurant and it, like they do food like that, my right. dad's like, yes. like when I worked for Chili's, he's like, are you kidding me? Like that's not. <laughs> Those are not tortillas. Those are not like actual like Latino food. It's like Tex-Mex. I'm like, it's fine. But so I have like a little bit, don't make fun of me because every time he wants like actual tacos as in like the American tacos, um, I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want that. I'm like, to me, to me, I'm like disgusting. Even though my mom, she would make them because she likes them. She's Caucasian. Mm-hmm. But my dad's so picky, so I sometimes I feel like I pick that up from him for some reason. Right, but like I'm so with you on that. Like I'm just thinking John's like taco <laughs> is like a taco from Taco Bell, like a soft taco, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then like he's like Literally. he's like no, babe. Like I don't want your type of taco, and you have like a a motherfucking like corn tortilla, carne asada, a pico de gallo on it, and it's just like, you take a bite and everything falls out of it because it's just so fresh, and he's just like, no babe, like, I just want this off top. I just wanted the basic version, which, and then I, when I, when I made it all together, because I remember last time he was like, meh, so he like, liked it more, and, and rice, or whatever, and I was yeah. like, maybe this time you make a burrito, you put the rice in it, Yeah. you roll it off. Right. You put you whatever you want. You put a little cheese. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh. So then we did that, and he was, like, super into it. So, like, I have to find backdoor entrances kind of thing. Yes. Like, I love traditional food like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes I, I, I have to remember, like, you know, sometimes that's maybe not his level. Right. <laughs> you right. know, like, yeah. I, I had the same conversation with my coworker when I saw her in person recently. Mm-hmm. And um, I was telling her about my, my boyfriend and, and, you know, how we bought, like, giant packages of just chicken tenders and like hot pockets from sam's club so he can just eat stuff because he needs the calories um and she was like you know i was talking all about him and and she's like it's so funny because like that's kind of me like i i i buy boxes of chicken tenders like that's what i eat every if i go out i'm like do they have chicken tenders and french fries and i was like like <laughs> Like, girl, you stick to one thing and one thing only. Right, right. I was like, I'm so sorry. If you th- if you think that I was, like, talking shit, like, about people who identify with that, I'm not. I'm right. Just, I'm just trying to make a... I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Luckily, she was chill. She was chill. I, I don't think she would, like, took it that way. Right. So I was like... Ooh. But, um... I... Yeah, so sometimes I have to, like... Make it kind of every now and then. I'm like, you want like, uh, like if I say, say it's a cir- circle chickens. He's grown, mm-hmm. you know. So he's like, well, I don't know, I guess. You know how bad those are for you. And I was like, wow, that took a couple of years, but we're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, but I'm glad. I'm glad we're we're sitting here and we're doing this because this has been on my mind. And by months, like, I I write down a lot of shit, but then I don't know where I put it, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I have multiple notebooks and journals from the past. It just, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure, and I invest, like, you know, with the uh, investigative reporter with the detective could figure it out, but um, that's why it's crazy. But I remember writing down in one of the books that I, like, specifically made for the podcast like when I was like writing it up and going over ideas for episodes and like Mm -hmm. just you know planning ahead like what I want to do who I want to 
you know, interview. Initially, that, like, first bit in the beginning of this podcast was, like, people like Nicole from Dope Kitchen Mm -hmm. and, like, bigger, you know. and But also, that list also comprised of people who were just people that I have around me. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, that's, like, Megan's mom came in and then you came in. And I was just, like, you know, we don't really know each other that well. I'm, like, but there's just something about her. I just kind of want to, like, talk about shit. Because there's something, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like there's yeah. something there. And I, it's like, it's, it's good energy. So it's like, it's similar to like Diane and the per like that was the last episode that I, and I loved her energy. So I was like, I need to do that more. Right, right. Stop being such a pussy. <laughs> <sighs> let's, let's think of like three things. Okay. Each. Okay. Three things that has really impacted, like, things that we have started doing or incorporating or even thinking about that has been helping us almost boost our mental health awareness for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if, I mean, if, if three is, you know, whatever the whatever number it is, you just fucking, yeah, we'll go back and forth and we'll, we'll share them. If you want a piece of paper so you don't forget... I have a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I think I was recently writing something the other day, and I was like, I almost wrote it in, like, my chat for my work. And I was just like, I know people care about mental health here, but it's just such a weird environment that I don't know if I want to share that information or just talk about how your productivity doesn't equal your value kind of thing. Yes. So I was like, let me just save it for just another time. So I, I'm glad that was in the back of the pocket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, dun, 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 dun. Okay. I'm going to think. And so, so like my, just so I'm understanding yeah. correctly, my top three things that I think have impacted my mental health positively yeah like um so an example right Mm -hmm. would be like being so being more cognitive of giving yourself like cutting yourself slack Mm -hmm. you know and and like knowing that oh i am super hard on myself Mm -hmm. knowing that when i am hard on myself i'm gonna combat that with how i would combat that if a friend was in that position, and I want to comfort them. Mm-hmm. If I can do that with a friend, then I can do that with me. Right. You know, so you start doing that and applying it, and that has been helping your mental health. Kind of like, you know? Yeah. That makes sense? That does make sense. Perfect. Yes! Um, all right, so we're going to write these down. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, well, that's a good one, actually. Well, we just talked about it. You're welcome. Free bonus. Um... <laughs> This is when we would probably pause if I was a part of any kind of thing that was sponsored. I would tell you about a product and then a coupon code. I, it always happens. Like, I'm always like, all right, we're getting to the meat of the episode. And then, like, in a podcast I'm listening to, it's just like, have you ever tried using teeth brighter? I'm like, what the fuck? So you have to, like, press 15 seconds yes. forward, like, yes. three times. 
I'm sorry, make that money, but goddamn. It's annoying. And my thing is, though, like, it could be literally, like, a 30-minute episode. And why am I hearing three coupon codes? In right. Like, it's, there's a point where it's too much. It is, it is, it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, if it was maybe an hour and a half, like, I totally understand that. Because yes. that's a lot of time. An hour and a half to hour and a half of a video but prior to that you already know that as a creator like it's more than just an hour and 30 minutes that you're going through yeah Um, oh yeah i don't i think it's like more the more this more the sponsors the more the breaks but it's like guys what if you just had a rotate like an ad schedule that's a thing mm -hmm. do these people not know that right i feel so bad so like oh my god sidebar completely one of the reasons why I also stopped recording is because I really lost faith in who I wanted, who I want to be. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, last time... You articulated, time, sorry, that, I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah. you articulated that, like, so perfectly, not in, like, a negative, negative light, but it was so authentic to be like, you know what, here, here's a, here's garbage in my hand, but let me just push it towards the sun and maybe we can recycle <laughs> it. I don't know. I love that. <laughs> Like, there, there's hope with it, whereas yeah. you're just, like, sitting there with the garbage just looking at it, like, what am I going to do? Well, it's like a pile of shit that yeah. you could also make a flower with. Right. Exactly. Exactly that. I'm like, take something way. bad and just turn it into good. So, I really like that perspective you just had. Thank you. I, it, it was, it, that came, it was a while since I got there, because before I was just like, no, I'm doing everything I can. <laughs> like, making all these mis like, just whatever. But I also just wasn't feeling comfortable like not just in that aspect but like every other aspect of who I was am um even at work it would like just creep in there I didn't have confidence there like I still don't have 100% confidence working but I still have confidence more confidence than I did mm-hmm. um and so my la- and then combine that with my last time that I spoke with someone outside of last speaking with Diane um uh, it was Nicole, and I love I love her so much, and we had such a good episode the first time. Mm-hmm. When I reconnected with her, I just was not at my best. Like, you know, yeah. I could have came to the table with way more, mm-hmm. and I just, no. Yeah, I remember... Um... You know, um, every time we go to I go to Zumba, we we seem to sit there for hours on end. Yes. <laughs> and I know John's like, where the fuck my girl at? I know, is, he's like, where's my dinner? Is she still dancing out there? Like, <laughs> nope, it's just me talking and just that, I that energy and soul connection that you had talked about um, earlier in the episode, that it's just so natural for us. And we can just sit there and stretch and <laughs> pick pick our soggy leggings out of our cooch. Yeah, and like, and like also cry. Right. And just sit there and just be so authentic. And Zumba ends at 8 p.m. And there we are only turning off the lights at 9.15. Yeah, a long day. And we still didn't get down the steps Mm-mm. or <laughs> outside the building. Or so. in the car. Like, yes. I, I know. Yeah. And sometimes I feel bad, but I'm like, you know what? No. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what I am. It's my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sitting there timing him on his thing. Mm-hmm. If he wants to go for a ride, 
I'm not I'm not asking him questions like when he's coming back, how long it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I let him do his thing. Right. And then he comes back and he's like, I did 53 miles today. I'm like, holy shit. Right. That's crazy. And that took like you know whatever amount of time, but I still had my own shit. And speaking of shit, I'm gonna have to close that windy. Okay. I love thunderstorms. Me too. So, I just don't know why, and I digress from our conversation right now, but my, like, my one, I don't have many good childhood memories, but one that really just, like, hits my heart is when I was little, my mom would always take us to Rita's or to get ice cream when it was, like, storming or raining outside, and it was just something that I love so much, and if you think about it, it's raining, so not a lot of people are going out to get ice cream like they're right. gonna do in, indoor things, like, usually you go to get ice cream on a really, really hot day mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that, so it would be no one there, we'd just eat ice cream, and it'd always be so freezing cold, like, in the ice cream shop, and you would just, like, I don't, I don't know, running from, like, outside with rain all over your body and getting in there, it's just, like, so cold to just eat my ice cream, <laughs> and then ride, like, ride home and just watch, like, the, the raindrops. Like, the raindroplets, the it's just, like, little snakes that kind of then depart into yeah. little tiny. And just being, like, oh, that was so delicious, like, nothing could be better, Oh, that's why ice cream is my favorite food. Like, oh, I literally I, love it. <laughs> ice cream is so comforting. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think, because I have that, like, same thing with ice cream. Ice cream reminds me of a really good time, a really good moment, you know? And, and it brings that, like, you know, back into your chest yeah. that, like, you know? So then you, you remember that as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, I had that with my grandparents. I just, it's, it's... I don't know. It's it. It's almost like if time travel is a thing, that would make the most sense to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you can travel back to that time where you felt that certain way and then refeel it again. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like ice cream makes me so happy because I never had a negative experience. No. There's no negative connotations or feelings yeah. or emotions even tied to it. It's all positive. So it's all like, yes, like... It's never let me down. <laughs> right, right. And, and to be like, she didn't go out when it was like absolutely atrocious, right? right? It right. was just like when it was about the thunderstorm and it was just a regular thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Because like you, I mean, tying, it's like to tying two opposite things together and then giving it an even deeper meaning. I mean, people usually get ice cream when it's like super hot outside, the sun shining. And that's a great memory too. Like that's fine, 100%. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you, you don't really go out and get ice cream when it's like stormy out it's i don't know there's just like it's almost like a if i'm using this word, i don't know what a paradox is but maybe that's a paradox yeah, you know yeah i've never used that word so no, maybe I it's not so, all right it's a great perspective okay i have <laughs> two out of my three okay um I'm going to say my third one will come to me as we're doing our conversation. Totally fine. Totally fine. And if not, I do have a couple that I... So I was sketching this out earlier today because it was just on my brain again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a couple that if you... There's... there's I have ten on here. Oh. Yeah, dude. And... Yeah. But like ten, like... I... Ugh, the, Good shit, you know? Like, I, at first I was like five. Let's start with five. And then I just kept going. I was uh, like, fuck. You're such, like, a that girl. Like, 
I I just look at you and your essence of your like hair up in your claw clip, like your nose ring, Ooh. you with your gold hoop and your your necklace you always wear and the, your That's your mine. ring just shining and you're just looking into your computer with your beautiful manicure just typing away. Oh, no, I love We're it. We're almost in that one. But I love it. And <laughs> there's just something about it that you just look like there's just this essence about oh. you in, in this light. Mm. And you just, I want to write. I want to get my thoughts down. I have all these thoughts, these ideas. Like, let me just write them down. But you do them so organized. And it's just, <laughs> no, it, let me tell you, it's a lot more organized than me. It's a lot more organized than most that you're like, let me get this out. Um, if you're if you find inspiration oh this is beautiful if you find inspiration from your own words and your own life to just like share it and articulate it and just make it so like authentic in a way like it's just when I think of you like that this is it <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like yes literally your your rice crispy treat <laughs> we got this beautiful big mama here Water in a mug, water in a mug. It's not a this good is, mug. But like I, it's just so. Yes. Thank you. I and like I don't know what you're like. I don't think you've ever told me like your one dream in life or what you, what you see as your dream career or your your dream place to live in this ideal mm. like you've never like shared that with me. But I feel like if you were to tell me like the office authenticity of what I see now is what would reflect in that. <laughs> Most 100%. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I I that's like the one thing that I one of the reasons why I made this podcast is because um by the so I I already joined TikTok prior to that, prior to 2020. And when I just saw like all that mental health boom going on, I like part of me was just like it just feels so uh, ingenuine. You know, like and I was like if I can connect with girls who come to my Zumba class twice a week in a way that impacts them and it's not like me just being like oh man I'm happy no 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 like I you know I have been approached people have shared their stories with me and I'm like if I can just do a tiny little feather touch in someone's life like and I and it's with the the realizations that have come with like being in a really dark place then like I could do that for other things and, and that seed was planted even before so it's just I love that you say that because I don't I don't plan I don't none of this is nothing but it's nice to see it's nice to be seen you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. definitely is definitely is because I mean imposter syndrome is so fucking bad um at least for me because I'm just like what the fuck what do you think you are and I'm like I I'm nobody but that's what makes me s- uh, somebody you know yeah. Every, and especially with like everyone making podcasts nowadays, like mm-hmm. there's so many wonderful personalities out there that are giving the opportunity to speak about what they're most passionate about. I mean, it's it's incredible. Mm-hmm. It really is. And also, um, yeah, the, there's like a bong in front of me, so like that's also painting in the picture that she's describing earlier. Um, <laughs> it is it is yeah. It's thank you. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. So essentially what I had Chantel do, what we both did, was we wrote down just three things um, that has helped us. 
um, just, I don't know, exist better. <laughs> just exist more peacefully or, you know, like just... More aware. Yeah, just more aware of our general mental health. Mm-hmm. And and how I... Oh, yeah, I mentioned it before. I described it before. I completely forgot that I described it before. But you know what I'm talking about. So, um, so my first one would be the importance of listening to your body. I think we, like... One of the number one reasons why I love Zumba so much is because it is challenging your brain and your body to be on the same level with each other. Whether you can, you know, dance or not, you're still signaling to your brain, oh, I want to move around and I'm smiling doing so. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm moving my muscles. I am being aware. I'm conscious of my body. And at that moment, I'm only thinking about me moving. I'm not thinking about, I mean, there could be moments where you're, you know, thinking about other things that happen in the day or the week. Um, or, you know, of course, when you're dancing in front of mirrors, a moment where you're looking at yourself and feeling a certain way about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of those moments, there are also moments where you're just watching, following along. And if you know the song, you're like, you know what? I'm just get into it and do whatever I want to do because yeah. that's what is coming to mind. So that connection, I think, is super important to, like, maintain and be aware of mm-hmm. and be, like, in awe of. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, I don't know, it makes me, like, appreciate my body, you know? Yeah, and I, I feel like in the same way that you're appreciating your body, you're also, like, appreciating everybody else around you because Zumba is a vulnerable place. Yeah. yeah. I have asked people, like, you, like come to Zumba, like, we love it, like, it's this night, like, it's right after classes, like, super fun, no, I, I can't dance, girl, I would be in the back, you know what I mean, that's fine, but it, it comes to a point where, like, I, I remember these two freshman girls, I, I mean, every time I'm at Zumba, this is my perspective, I really should say, like, you don't look around, you're like, oh, I wish I looked like her, like, I wish I could dance like her. Maybe maybe you want to move your hips a little more <laughs> like her. That's okay. That's okay. But, like, there's just the vulnerability in being, like, you know what? This is the way my body moves. This is how I'm going to move it. No one around me is judging me because we're all here for the same purpose. And it's for ourselves. Yeah. And so, like, I... I know I, like, sing real loudly or, like, <laughs> I, I push people. That's but, like... Love it. it. It's just so, like, embraceful to want to be a leader, to help others around you and be and be a team because you you don't step into Zumba class as, like, you against the rest. It's, no. It's you it's a plus. Unit. Yes. Yeah, because you're moving together. Exactly. There's something... And, like, even if you come from, like, a primitive aspect... Mm-hmm. How many, like, cultures have body movement dances where it is in masses, you know? And the feelings that are created out of that, that's primitive. You know, like, just that mind, mind to body to to spirit to physical self is just, it's like, get to exercise it for a second. And that's so powerful to kind of be involved with. And then dancing with women, you know, who are, like, all, I mean, if not some, are realizing that. Oh, I'm just dancing here. Like you said, no one's looking at me. Yeah. Nobody's looking at me. Everyone's looking at, obviously, the instructor. And I told them. I like, and I I try to say that as much as I can in my classes, that I absorb it. Mm -hmm. And I have no problem absorbing it because my my mind is not there. It's on, 
is sometimes it's on me myself. Like, I'm just sitting there like, damn, I don't like the way I look. Or, did I buy eggs? I don't fucking know what I'm going to buy eggs. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's freeing. It has to be. It has to be freeing. It is so freeing. And then, like, for me, like, we were, I was able to move my body intentionally. Yeah. Zumba is an intentional activity. Mm-hmm. The same way, if you're going to play um, tennis, you're going to bring your tennis racket because it's intentional. You're going to do this, right? Yeah. You're not going to bring your soccer ball to nope. the tennis. Like, it just don't, it don't go together. It don't work. Right. So. That shit don't add up. It's so intentional that you're like, you know what, I'm going to be here. I'm going to have fun. Um, I'm going to stay extra and decompress and reflect for even if it's 10 minutes once a week, that's 10 more minutes than I, than not having. Oh, yeah. It's an intentional time to, to make it really about you and to go home and have a nice hot shower and just be. Yeah. That's... Mm-hmm. Because there's, like, it's almost a, like, you turn a car off, and it's still warm, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, you're almost nurturing that warm energy that is left from the physical, and then, because, like, so, what she's referring, what Chantal's referring to is that on, for this semester, I decided to incorporate, like, just a moment after Zumba, like, on Wednesday night, um, every Wednesday where we could just decompress and like hang out and by that I mean just almost like a shavasana type deal we're not doing yoga or anything but <laughs> everyone's just kind of laid down on the floor just breathing you know having a moment to reconnect it's mindful breathing it's um, I don't know like again shavasana that's all I can really say when like a yoga instructor is trying to get you in the zone they're gonna leave you there for a second uh, that kind of thing so we just do that um but you're almost nursing that energy by just kind of sitting with it and, like, honoring it. Because that's that's the first thing that we open with. We, we talk about being appreciative of that mind-body connection, being appreciative of the body. Um, not only to getting you, you know, through the workout, but, you know, through the day, through the week, through the months. Like, you, you have that time to almost, like go backwards and just like like really just get in there if you really wanted to or just fall asleep on the floor which I have done myself you know like you have options um and then once you're done with that and and you and you head back and you take a shower because girl you better be taking a shower after working out I don't want to hear nothing okay do not care wet wipes mm. anyway Listen, I met some dirty people in my life. Now, knowing what he works with, girl, mm. I'm editing that out. I don't want anyone to know. Anyway, uh, I got distracted. Fuck. Yes, and you take your so you take, take, take the shower, and that's like a form of like almost like a self care afterwards, and it's nice and warm, and you feel I don't want to say accomplished because that's not really it. You feel like you're just good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something like, there's something about it. I don't know. So the mind-body connection, listening to your body, mm-hmm. you know, so that's the first part of like mind-body connection. But the second one is when listening to your body, it's like um, when your body is telling you something, you need to kind of lean into it. Mm-hmm. You know, how often do we ignore our stomachs? How often do we ignore 
our heads, you know, when we have headaches, when we're hungry, how often do we ignore a pain in our, in our whatever, ourselves, whatever, but it, you know, still pains us, like it's not going away, but we just kind of avoid it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of tell myself sometimes if I haven't eaten, I'm like, if, if this is not important to me, then how do I expect other parts of myself to work? Like, you know, like, if I'm not putting this as, a, like, an, a, a priority to do, taking care of myself in that kind of way, how can I take care of myself in every other way? Mm-hmm. You know, I can't just be four out of five. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can't, I mean, hey, you can. You can, but, like, I'm sorry, but I want to be a five out of five. Like, I, I don't want to be where I once was mm-hmm. ever again. Mm-hmm. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to try, what is it, um, when you graduate, say, sigma cum laude, <laughs> bitch, I'm going to try it, I'm going to try it out, I'm yeah. throwing it to you. Okay, my number one is uh, therapy, mm. um, I think... Before I even, and I have like, so it's like one point and it says therapy on my paper and Mm -hmm. then under it I have one important bullet point of therapy I want to highlight. But even before, so precursor, I was like, hmm, I've never talked about my feelings. I'm the nurturer. Like, Mm -hmm. I always just suppressed everything. always was finding the solution to fix the next thing and it Mm -hmm. wasn't always worry, 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 um, never being present, and um, most of the time not even remembering the past of what had happened, and it's just such a bad cycle within that, but um, going to therapy, I I don't know why I was questioning myself. Mm-hmm. Um, was I questioning if therapy was going to work, or was I questioning if I was capable of recognizing a problem within myself and wanting to find a, a, a better solution in that aspect. So yeah. um, after asking many people and getting different opinions of what therapy was for them, whether it was a very negative experience or it was something positive and now they've been going for the past eight years consecutively. Um, so after, after, I guess I, I was trying to find validation of why I should go instead of I was looking on the outside when really I should have been looking on the inside for yeah. the validation within myself that I am worthy mm-hmm. to want to um, seek myself and try to understand myself and this is where that word awareness comes in because it's okay now I'm becoming aware that I want to be able to help myself in a way that for the last 20 years I I was incapable of and communication is such such a number one um top five um I don't know I'm trying to say type of thing but people are like I value communication but you can't value communication if you can't do it if you can't understand something fully you cannot under I mean you cannot value it to its its full potential and its full worth in that aspect so 
Yeah. Whatever. After seeking the outside validation and I just came to terms with looking myself in the mirror, like, no, this is for you. You're doing this for you. That's right. Um, whether it's negative or it's positive, it's something that you're becoming aware and you're allowing yourself to, um, I don't know. I always talk about like search, searching for your higher self um, with the capital S because yeah. it, the, yourself is your most aware. Yeah. I don't know. You're giving yourself permission to open yourself up to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like your people, like I think of like, it's almost like a weird form of consent mm-hmm. that is so deep mm-hmm. because like, you're not just your obviously you're not just your current self you're you're also the selves that have come before you mm-hmm. you know everyone's like an onion all right you're you're an onion but you got layers and those layers exist yeah. um so you're basically kind of saying hey it's okay to do these things that i am afraid of that i think will not work that i want to avoid cuz it's too heavy and i don't want to hold it mm-hmm. So we're just going to do it anyway, and we're going to be okay. <laughs> we're going to figure it out together. Right. That, that like, it's like a, it's, you, you gave yourself that permission that it's going to be okay, and you can do this. Right, right, because at a point, like, I just, when you just said that, I just envisioned, like, a caution sign. You're, like, mm. trying to hold your own hand through these, like, feelings and emotions, but you go to therapy, and this person is like, no, like, I will hold your hand for you yeah like I'm going to guide you in, in the in the in the right path there's a fork in the road you don't know the the right way to go but I have the answer so mm-hmm. and if I don't have the answer let's work through it together yeah. and find that solution and find that so it's it's okay to not be able to support yourself or to and my bullet point literally is under this is feelings or emotions um, you're finding the root of them. Yeah. Instead of just like walking along the path and wondering what type of tree it is, um, you actually stop and you look at that tree and you study it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, so I felt that way and this emotion is connected to it and getting that validation that it's okay to feel that way. Yeah. It's okay to stop and look at that tree and understand more and becoming more aware yeah. of yourself and those feelings and emotions because like those layers, the the what the last layer is the longest and it protects all all of what girl the other yeah layers in, in it the does. Middle. Mm-hmm. so it's just that progression of becoming more aware and awareness is the outside of the onion yeah so. dude i don't know why people like shit on that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. like there's nothing wrong it doesn't make you soft it doesn't make you you know like tenderly like just it doesn't make you it doesn't make you a pussy like that's if that's what people get caught up to about doing self-work like it doesn't it makes you stronger it makes you like wouldn't why wouldn't you want to try something that could help you just connect with yourself and therapy is like almost training wheels Mm -hmm. to understanding yourself they're helping you steer the ship yeah you know like just ride the ride the wave um but going back to your one point about um, how they kind of yeah like the the their support helps you on your mental health journey, mm-hmm. 
Um, I remember when I first started going to therapy and explaining that to my very religious mom mm-hmm. was like next level impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, not that I'm, I don't want to shit on anyone's beliefs at all, mm-hmm. but, um, you can have Jesus and God at the, in the, you can, no, you can have therapy and Jesus <laughs> <laughs> or therapy and God. Like you can have them both. They both exist mm-hmm. and they both are useful in their own ways, yeah. you know? And I'm like, it's almost like. In my own way, because obviously faith is different from everybody. I truly believe that. Like, down to a T, everyone experiences their own type of faith. Um, I was like, yours does not look like mine. And right now, mine is almost like me having the support from this therapist and these training wheels Mm -hmm. is almost helping me get to a bigger awareness of not only myself, but things that are happening around me. You know, like that aspect. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like it's it's helping me get more elevated in that kind of way. And I tried to tell her that, you know, like trying to, you know, piece it together for her understanding. And she's like, I just don't know why you, you know, wouldn't want to just pray about it or, you know. And I'm like, oh. one day. And one day has come because now she, you know, she doesn't care. She's just like, hey, you know, how's therapy going and whatever. And that's awesome. Um, good on growth for sure. But mm. yeah, it's. They're they're the support that a lot of us need. It's like that picture. I don't know. Have I feel like I've told you about this picture before? When I think of therapy, it's like a purse. Two people are sitting and they're looking at each other, and the one that's talking, the thought bubble or the talking thought bubble, is just this huge, messed up ball of yarn. And then the bubble is connected to a therapist on the other side who is taking that piece and just neatly tying it up. You know, like really just because that's they're trained to do that. Mm -hmm. They went to school for it. Yeah. They see the underlining things that we cannot see. Yeah. Um, And, you know, there's things that a therapist needs to tell you that if someone in the real world tried to tell you, you probably wouldn't listen to. That's Mm. another thing. Yeah. (laughs) I listen to my Stephanie every time she gives me advice. And she always asks. She's like, can I I say something? Mm. And I'm like, hell yeah. Go for it. You never have to ask, girl. But I love it anyway. Yeah. Um, That is awesome. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah. Therapy is a great thing. And... If you're listening to this, then yeah. you need to know that it's okay to go and t- to do that for yourself and mm-hmm. to help yourself, like, just do it. Yeah. Just yeah. bite the bullet. Yeah. Because everyone got shit. Like, if so if there's anybody here listening that have been with me from the beginning, you remember our first episode was just that. Mm-hmm understanding and identifying the fact that everybody has baggage everybody has shit that they have to deal with whether they choose to deal with it or not it's a fact and if we can just remember that when we talk to other people how we treat other people you know how we love other people i mean think of all all the good that could happen out of it you know like i don't know i just I don't know. I I think so. that revelation kind of came from being with people and feeling like, you know, I'm kind of alone with my own shit. Like, everyone seems to have it all going on yeah. and together. Mm-hmm. Everybody has it. Everybody has shit. Everybody right. has really bad experiences, great experiences. But we have, like, the emotion closet. Like, that closet, There's a, there's a tipping point for it. Mm-hmm. It's going to explode. It's going to have a conniption. It's going to, you know, it's it's going to have an outpour. And whether that outpour is something that you are doing neatly in a therapy 
session Mm -hmm. or exploding on something or someone or you know what I'm saying like that's why therapy is so important because how many of us have like I don't know like acted irrationally out of anger or or just been angry and did you know act just just let your emotions really get the best of you and you really thought about it later on like wow I wish if I could go back in time that was one thing I wish I just didn't do kind of thing right and that's that fine line uh, between responding and reacting yeah. and I I feel like therapy allows you to respond to your feelings mm-hmm instead of reacting and wanting to find a solution really fast or to always make something better or to not understand why you had felt something or if something triggered you from your past that that is what let's just think like that was the 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 neuro signal like this is how you have to feel every single time this situation mm. happens. So you're, like, re- remapping that, like, feeling and that path. Like, this negative situation doesn't need to affect me and mm-hmm. cause me a panic attack. Like, right. this negative thing doesn't have to be so scary. So it, it allows you to respond to those things and to to move forward and to yeah. grow, to yeah. definitely grow. Yeah. I've, I've found it a little helpful with grudges, like identifying grudges. Mm -hmm. Because I was never, I never thought I could be like a grudge-holding person, but I really do think everybody has that capability. Mm -hmm. Um, And I definitely do. And there's a lot of things I have been holding. Mm -hmm. And for what? Mm -hmm. For who? Um, And it wasn't until like obviously going to therapy for all this time, that was part of the unfolding. It's always unfolding, but Mm -hmm. now looking like now looking back, it just all it all kind of makes sense and it all ties together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I listen. That's all we're saying. We're not telling you what to do, but you have two people in a room of two, so it's a hundred percent saying you should get your ass to therapy. Mm-hmm. One of like my my favorite analogies that we can wrap this point up <laughs> is um, someone was like, it's like your suitcase. Um, all organized, folded nicely before the trip, right? That's what therapy allows for your mind. Therapy allows you to not come home with that messy-ass suitcase and to have to always have the messy suitcase. It allows you to come home with a nice, folded, organized suitcase of your in relation to your feelings of, oh, okay. So all these feelings in my brain, all the the, only the the clothes that could fit the capacity of the suitcase are there. There's nothing more. There's nothing less. And mm-hmm. to just organize those things and to to be like, oh, okay, so now this makes sense. Yeah. Now I can unpack and put all my clothes away. That's it. In the closet. Yeah. And then you could shut it. That's Instead it. of throwing a mock mess no. of, yeah, stinky drawers and just you're donating the clothes you don't need right right you know reassessing you're making a capsule wardrobe right yes <laughs> literally <laughs> that was it period Part. point blank <laughs> you're literally it's it's to me you're you're just you're cutting yourself slack in such a beautiful way you're just it's just just do it okay just do it just do it just do it okay um so number okay so next one it's back to me mm-hmm. okay 
This one is tied into what we were talking about before with ice cream and thunderstorms. So okay. we're going to bring that bitch back up. Okay. Um, but one of the things that I have found that was really super beneficial to just my mental health and how I operate and how I just feel loved, you know, like to myself, like just kind of like, hey, self, like this is for you. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. And I'm like, ah. Um, my my one of my favorite dishes for some reason ever since I was little is mozzarella sticks and a vanilla milkshake. Okay. I fucking love mozzarella sticks and vanilla milkshakes mm-hmm. together in the room, bitch. Mm-hmm. Separately, even better. But I would prefer together. Anyway, um, shit like that brings me back to a time when I was little and my grandparents would take my sister and I to friendlies. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes if I didn't get my milkshake, all right, I would get that like mint chocolate chip cookie monster thing. Yes, that was my favorite. Girl, that was my favorite too. <laughs> that was John's favorite too. <laughs> that was one of the things we like bonded over because we both, I mean, every time I'd be like, I love mint ice cream. People would be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then I said it to him. He's like, oh, me too. I'm like, oh, shit. Anyway, so it just, it just kind of reminded me of just something really. Um, really nice. I would just be sitting there eating my little mozzarella sticks and having my vanilla milkshake and just being a kid. My hair was in braids. I was just this tiny, tiny thing. And I was hanging out with my grandparents and my grandparents had this like really old 90s like um, Cadillac sedan. My grandpa, my grandpa was like a car dude. He fucking loved cars. And so I remember sitting in that car and it smelled immaculate all the time. Like not, just not, it's not it wasn't like a great smell. It was like this like old leather smell kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember, and the, the seats, the back seats, it was a Lincoln. Yo, it was a Lincoln. And I was sitting in the back, and they were so big. And I was like, bitch, it's cool. Um, they ended up like trading that in for a fucking Toyota Camry. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it was just like, it was the whole thing. It was just the whole sensation of going to the, and like getting in the car and my grandma saying, buckle up. And my sister and I have to like say, you know, we say it back. We say, cause it's the law. <laughs> and then just going to friendlies and having a good time. And you know, that was a moment in my life where I didn't really care about everything else in the world. I just cared about being a kid with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Long wind up, basically. Um, my second one is incorporate more actions, things, favors to yourself that almost encourages this like childlike joy within you. Whether that's like reconnecting with the sport that you fucking loved when you were a kid, and and like that is really just what build your bucket, you know, like it really made you happy. Um, or just like having the food that has really good connections, like ice cream mm-hmm. on a thunderstorm, like, you know, connecting in that kind of way, or just, I don't know, like whatever that, that feeling that you bring up of just, I'm not, I'm a kid and I'm having a good time and I'm happy. Yeah. Do more of that. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I don't know about you. I'm not saying that, uh, that these we're not, and we're also not saying that these things that we're stating today, the our you know mental health perspectives are, are you know it's not we're not uh, scholars you know we don't have like all these fucking degrees and fucking scientific studies but it's just honestly a generalization of the perspective of life it's experience um and something like that is so beneficial when you feel so bad 
you know, because there was a time where you didn't feel so bad. You were just hanging out. You were just mm-hmm. a kid. Mm-hmm. And you have memories of being that right. and happy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, of course, this is not like an end-all, be-all for everyone. Everyone has different childhoods, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I hope, I would hope that there's at least just one moment where there is a childlike joy or just a child joy that you can just bring back into your adult life so you can just feel that again. Right. It's like a little sense of, like, peace. Yeah. Just, why not? Because, like, for example, John loves playing video games. And I know people shit on their boyfriends all the time for playing video games, but what's different about him is that he, it's not just, like, that's not his life. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows when to draw the line. He knows when he needs to go to bed. He, he fucking knows when he's hungry and he's going to get up. He, he's not a baby. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Some of these men out there. <laughs> but that's something that he really loved to do even when he was little. Like, we bought, like, a Scooby-Doo game for Play- PlayStation 2 on mm-hmm. eBay recently, and he loves that game. It's, like, just... And it's really old. It's really pixelated, but... It's like, it's so much fun, and you just see him, and like, it gives me a moment to almost see into his moment where he's feeling that childlike joy once again. And that wraps up the first segment of our sit down with Chantel today. Um, our second part is going to come out soon after this one. Um, I hope you enjoyed or at least listened in with a few gals talking about some shit. And if you've absorbed anything from this episode, I hope it is to just maybe you should consider adopting certain healthy habits to kind of keep yourself I don't know, supported by yourself. There, there is no harm in that. So um, look out for the second portion of this sit-down chat with Chantel. It is coming out very soon. Um, in the meantime, go ahead and follow the podcast Instagram and TikTok. Well, that wraps up the first portion of this episode. The second will be coming out shortly. Um, I'm glad you stuck around. Hey, bonus points for you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you return for part two and just, you know, receive a little bit more because we're not done yet. (laughs) If there's one thing in this episode that I hope that you have kept with you, that you absorbed in some kind of way, it is the importance of taking care of yourself and um, maybe adopting some healthy habits into your life. I'm not saying establish an unrealistic routine, but you know what? 60% is still enough. Whatever is helpful in your mental health journey, you go ahead and you continue doing. I know it gets hard sometimes, but in the end, it's going to be really worth it. So keep it going. Small strides are still strides. If you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, I'm on Instagram processing the process with Ness and TikTok is still process that she with three eyes. If you'd like to give Chantel a follow, she is on Instagram at Coco Chantel. The first O is a zero and on TikTok at Chantel Cobb with two Bs. Thanks for hanging out today. And remember, you matter. Okay. Take care of yourself. Give yourself some time and fucking take a moment or else I'm going to find you. <laughs> Bye.